You're listening to Cut the Net, a weekly talk show that revolves around the world of basketball, whether it's NBA, college, high school, or your local rec league. Cut the Net is hosted by a current basketball skills trainer and a six foot seven guy who had a mediocre and a mural career. We are bringing fresh opinions to hot topics that will leave you laughing, motivated, and wanting more. So for whatever reason you're here, stay tuned because it starts right now. What is going on? Welcome to this week's episode of Cut the Net. I'm your host, Evan Roberts, and with me as always, across the table, my co-host, Bryce Kruger. How's it going, Bryce? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing really well. Number two, man. You excited? I am. I'm very excited. I'm excited, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Today's episode is going to be a little different than last time, so we're going to get on into it. But first, we're going to have a word from our sponsors. We don't have any sponsors. We didn't get the Gatorade sponsor? No. Okay, so we don't have any sponsors. So we're just going to hop right into it. Uh, Today's topic uh, is, it revolves around social media. Uh, And the question is, does social media help or hurt players? And we're going to go about this a few different ways. So uh, Bryce, go ahead and start us off with how does social media affect high school players? Yeah, so... um One thing that we wanted to do when we talked about this topic is discuss high school, college, and MBA, correct? Correct. So um, I jotted a few pointers down um, for each one. Um, So I'll kind of start us off here. I put for high school that I think socials is good if used the right way. And I think that this can apply to all three of the levels Mm -hmm. that we're talking about. But but, um, I think it applies specifically to high school because one missed tweet or bad tweet or picture or whatever it is um, can affect college or MBA or next job application or anything like that. Um, So one of the things I put was if, if you want to use social media to be an influencer when you're in high school, you have to be really careful about the ways you go about that. Right. Absolutely. Um, and that's definitely one of the obvious negatives. Uh, I actually went with a couple of positives. Uh, one, just going back to my high school days, our super fans were ruthless. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they used to uh, dig up dirt on social media. They'd go to Twitter if we were playing Logan Rogersville or whoever. They would search people in Logan Rogersville, a follower of a follower, somebody, and if their girlfriend just broke up with them or something like okay. that, they would they would yell in the middle of the game, "Hey, sorry about your girl," or <laughs> "Sorry about your dog," you know, right. and and it distracted them, you know. And that's that's right. one thing. Uh, go ahead. So that's the extreme of the extremes when it comes to um, heckling in high school. Absolutely, yeah. You. That's that's about <laughs> as as harsh as it gets, or that's about as deep as it gets. Right. No, yeah. That's right. you're doing your homework if you're doing that. Absolutely. Um, Second, like more of a positive, uh, is that you can mark, I used to mark it to my whatever 300 friends back in my high school days Mm -hmm. um, on Facebook saying, you know, we could really use your support. I know I'm on JV and I don't play all the time, (laughs) but uh, you can really come and help us out. Um, And that's true, you know, I mean, as high school, I mean, you don't have a lot of responsibilities, so it's, you know, come out and support their social media. I mean, it can't hurt you surely that much. Right. I, I agree with that. Um, you want to have people there and social media now is like 
let me get on social media and see what's going on. Like that's <laughs> that's kind of how it is used a lot now too. So right. I, I agree with that point. Um, one of the re- other things I put down is it's a great recruiting tool mm-hmm. um, when used the right way. Again, because so many players think of recruiting as in game film or um, ACT scores or you know <laughs> anything like that. But recruiters look at everything, whether it's true. If you put a tweet out there that's bashing another team's player with a bunch of cuss words and emojis, or, right, <laughs> and something like that, that's recruiting as well. And and yeah. recruiters look at that. Um, they look at character, and that can display bad character if you don't use it the right way. So the kind of vibe I'm picking up right now is I'm naming a couple of negatives. You're naming a couple <laughs> positives, but um, I do believe there's positives. In, Absolutely, in social media and I'll sure. give you one more. And this is my last point. You always had like the assistant coach or you know a team helper getting video of all the games at the top of the rafters, right? Uh, for huddle, for film, you know all of that. But I loved the videos that were on Facebook minutes after the game from moms and dads that were taking videos, and I live for those to come across my memories on Facebook, right. and I, I share those almost every time. I only dunked like five times in high school, Bryce. I, I want those. I want proof of it. That's five more than I did, <laughs> and I can, I can absolutely agree, especially when you're done playing. It's, um, so you're kind of saving, using it as a memory saver as well. It's, absolutely. Okay. Um, and my last point was, um, like you mentioned, it can 1 million percent be a positive influence but you can't be fake on social media because mm-hmm. if no one ever meets you, you can be as fake as you want on social media, which you shouldn't be, but you could and they would never know. But mm-hmm. if you're being fake on social media and then you get recruited and you go to play college ball, the real you is going to come out when you're around those new people. Right. And if a coach thinks that you're one way because this is how you've been acting and you get there and you're completely different, and that's not going to go down well for you. So. And the players and the teammates, they'll sniff that out absolutely. too. And, and no, one wants, no one wants that. So. Right, right, absolutely. absolutely. Well, yeah, the yin and yang there, you definitely went on the darker side, and I, I went on the lighter <laughs> side, but that's, that's all right. Uh, moving on to college, um, if you want to start us off. Yeah, so for a college player, um, one of the things I jotted down, and this is kind of my main point for college, mm-hmm. um, is if you don't have a goal to play after college. So if you're playing at um, a college level and you know, okay, after these four years of playing, I'm done, then when it comes to a recruiting process, there's really not much that can hurt you on social media in college. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't mean you can go out there and put whatever the heck you want because you still have to get you know, a job after college. <laughs> and, and they look at those as well. So if you have a bunch of crap on your social media from when you were playing in college right. that it, you know, should never be there, mm-hmm. you got to be careful. But when it comes to a recruiting process, if you're done after college then there's really no hurting you at that point right. because you're done playing after you're done at that school. Right. So that was kind of my main point on, yeah. on that one. Yeah, and mine's a little similar to that. Um, college players, I mean, the drop-off from high school to college players is pretty significant, and then obviously from college to NBA is even, right. even bigger. Absolutely. Uh, but to get your name out, I think it's pretty crucial to have a decent social media presence um, on – Social media, and, and I'll, I'll explain why. So uh, when the Tournament of Champions comes around every year, I like to see who's on it and or, like, who's coming, which teams, you know, things like that. Right. Um, and just for example, a few years ago uh, when I went and it was, you know, 
Quay Parker, it was Lonzo Ball, it was Harry Giles, you know, right. Malik Monk, you know, all of those. I'd go straight to social media and look them up. Quay Parker, I mean, he was a, a pretty good baller. I know he got hurt, so, I yeah. mean, he kind of uh, fell off a little bit there. Uh, but, I mean, he was viral on Instagram right. and Facebook and uh, Twitter because of his insane dunks, mm-hmm. some in-game, some in warm-ups. Uh, but I knew about him mostly because of that. Right. Same. I, I did too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that kind of hits another one of my points is it depends on the type of player that you are. So I was never a high flyer or, you know, a flashy. I, I wasn't flashy in any way when I played. <laughs> um, so me posting a bunch of highlights of my game will not have the same effect <laughs> as Quay Parker posting a bunch True. of his highlights. True. Um, not that one means you a better player than the other. Now he's better than I was, but not that, you know, it could be that way for anyone. Um, but social media likes flashy. So mm-hmm. I think that that plays into a lot of it also. Are you doing, and you don't have to be posting in between the legs, three sixties in game for it to be popular. Like sure. If a player is goals that he recruited and they're a solid, good player, you can post, you know, catch and shoot three pointers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's not as mm-hmm. flashy as the stuff there is right. that Quay Parker has or guys right. like him. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that the way social media is, Quay Parker's going to get more of a following from that than what a player like me would post if I'm posting a bunch of catch and shoot three pointers on there. So <laughs> yeah, look at these four assists that I had in right. in this game. Yeah, right. right Which yeah. is nothing wrong with that. Sure. Coaches need that, but when it comes to social media, that's not going to get the following of right. a Quay Parker. It's not going viral. Right. Tomahawk on right. top of mm-hmm. you know, seven foot two guy. You yeah. know, I mean, it's just. That's just how it is. That's how Absolutely. It works, I mean, so. he was selling tickets to watch him in warm-ups, you right. know? I Absolutely. mean, he would put on a show. But, Absolutely. yeah, you're right. I mean, just because, you know, you, you have a social media account and you play basketball and you're pretty good doesn't mean, yeah, you're going to be able right. to go viral. Uh, like and, and I don't think it necessarily should be that way. I think there's a lot of players better than what Quay Parker were or is now mm-hmm. that is not near as flashy or has near the following that he did. Mm-hmm. Um and that's just how it is, though. I mean, you can't do anything about it. So that's why I think it affects the kind of player that you are, location to, for sure, and, Definitely. and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Is that all you had for college? Yeah, I mean, that was kind of my main points yeah. I wanted to hit whenever I was talking about okay. that with the college players. Yeah. So we're just going to go straight on into NBA. Um, my first point, and it's in all caps, worth dollar signs. A player's tweet or Instagram pick or whatever is worth so much money. So it is so important for someone that is worth that much or has that opportunity with that type of following to clean it up, to make that account worth something. You see it with LeBron. Yes, absolutely. And and I think that that's where the high school point that I made comes into play because how – I mean, there's so many accounts now that if LeBron were to – tweet some crazy you know cuss words and this and that when Mm -hmm. he was in high school even though it's 15 years later he's in the league that's going to come back up even if he deleted it it's going to come back up someone's (laughs) going to have it um so that's why you want to be careful with that in high school too but um i kind of agree with you on the nba point i think that the nba players need to use and do for the most part use the social media as a platform um and that's up to them if it's going to be a positive or a negative platform. Mm-hmm. But they have the following where high school and college players don't get, you know, mm-hmm. it's 
these are the best of the best. They have millions and millions of followers. So they can use it as a platform to influence or in a positive or negative way. Yeah. Um, so my, that was kind of my main point on that. And I like to use the example of LeBron too because um, that guy gets, you know, as much scrutiny and love as any – like it's, it's so crazy which he's on two different spectrums with mm-hmm. it. But um, I think that he is one that is a really good example or role model for the way he handles social media. Um, and I, I like that point that you said about positive or negative because not only is it are their posts and likes and views worth a lot of money, but they could also make a big difference. You know, LeBron's right. pretty outspoken about um, certain things and right. he shows his stance and he uses that to – what Absolutely. I believe he thinks make a difference. And, and so we'll that's, hit that's on awesome. AB and Juju right. a little bit later in the yeah. episode. Um, but it kind of into this point, I know AB's not, and Juju, they're not NBA players, but the beef between the two, you don't see that if you're using your social media platform as a positive influence. You True. don't see that with LeBron and KD or LeBron and Dre. Now you see them go out on the court because they're, competing but Mm -hmm. you don't see them use the social medias as a influencer to negatively talk about one another which you are seeing with some players now and it's like like ab and juju Mm -hmm. so be draymond green on the court not in text (laughs) not on twitter i couldn't have said it any better (laughs) (laughs) uh and that was that was kind of my next point you talked about it earlier about how it doesn't matter if you delete it or not Mm -hmm. they're gonna see it and the thing is with the amount of followers that they have, the millions and millions, and if it's retweeted, you know, a hundred times, you know, exponentially, the viewership gets more and more. It doesn't matter if you delete it because people have already seen it and screenshotted it right. and all of those things. You can't get away from it. Screenshot is, it's almost killer now for some players that have mm-hmm. a mess up on social. Like, I've seen reporters misspell a name. On, tw- on Twitter and we'll delete it within seconds. <laughs> and on their next tweet, I'll click on the comments and there will be one. Don't think I didn't see you misspell that. <laughs> like, it's insane how quick people are. And it's, you're not getting past them. Whether you delete it within a second right. or you delete it years down the road, it's right. always going to be brought back up if you have that following and that platform that mm-hmm. is well-deserved for lots of those players. Right. So. so this brings up an intriguing question that I thought about uh, when we were talking about the social media. The social media outlets like Bleacher Report, House of Highlights, those type, mm-hmm. they post news all day and all night about what everybody is doing, posting, right. beef, you know. Everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, highlights, all of it. Does it make it harder to be on social media as a professional athlete with accounts like that existing? Uh, so much harder because they don't always put into context what is happening. I have seen like how many times do you see on social media, a player go and comment on like a bleacher report and say, you didn't put my entire quote. That's not what I meant. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. take and they take bits and pieces because they want to dramatize everything Mm -hmm. because they want the the clicks or the likes or the views. And that's their job. Rightly so. But for athletes, that makes it so much harder because you have to almost think, okay, how could they break down this quote to make me sound like a villain? Whether, even though your full quote might be making you the most positive influence there is, they could take three words from it and make you sound like a villain. Exactly. And that's where you have to be so careful, especially if you're an NBA star like LeBron, Kevin Durant, Mm -hmm. Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. 
I thought saw a thing on Steph Curry, um, and I don't know how valid this is. I saw it on Twitter okay. from a reporter that said the reason Steph Curry switched from Nike to Under Armour is because they were Nike wouldn't let Steph Curry write his Bible verses on his shoes. Mm. And like I said, I don't know how valid that is. I don't right, want a Nike right. exec calling <laughs> cut the net complaining to us. Right. They're definitely listening to. <laughs> but um, that's one of the things where I think that that's a positive thing Steph did is he said, okay, I'm going to take less money because I believe in this stance, whether it's correct or incorrect in some people's eyes, he went with what he believes is the right thing, and ultimately I think it paid off for him. Right. Um, and I think that has to do with social media. If social media never existed, who, what would Nike care what Steph is putting on his shoes True. all over social media? And I think that that's where it's like social media today is – is it's insane it's yeah. really insane actually. and i mean just one step further even away from social social media minutes after a game whether it's a win or a loss you have microphones in your face absolutely and you like people are being scrutinized people players are being scrutinized for acting negatively or not being good at post-game interviews and right. it's like they just won and you know gave everything they had or right. they just lost and they're upset about it and then we go and analyze how rude yes. they were or whatever. Their emotions are – when you're playing – and you know, and anybody listening that's an athlete knows that when you're playing and win or lose, your emotions are hard to control sometimes on what you say. Because you can win a championship and be so happy that you're crying, and you can lose a game and be so mad that you're crying. And it's, it's hard to control the two. So to be scrutinized within minutes of winning or losing a game is – it's really hard for players. That's why I think that they have to be really careful on what, right. what they're... And even at the high school level, mm-hmm. there's so many media coverages in high school now that it, I think it's ridiculous, True. to be honest. But yeah. now that it's like, you know, after a game, if I were getting interviewed, I would have to tell myself, okay, let's let's hone it in and be <laughs> yeah. super professional. Dial it back, like, yeah. Uh-huh. We don't want to say, hey, we just... We just beat the heck out of those guys because <laughs> we're better than they are. No, like, right. it's a really good team over there. Right. Like, how many times do you think a player, when they say in their interview, especially in the NBA, is, oh, that's a heck of a team over there. We really respect them, blah, blah, blah. They mm-hmm. might respect them, but they hate they hate playing those guys. They yeah. hate them on the court. Right. And so that's just a professional aspect of the game that high school players are having to deal with now, and they, they shouldn't. You know, 16-, 17-, 18-year-old kids, 15 even, 14 even some, right. that can play. It's I don't think that should – they should be put on that platform, but it's the way it is. Yeah, so. it is what it is. That's the way that, you know, the right. sport and society is going. Right. So we have to adapt, and we have to not be uh, snakes on Twitter. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> Katie. Absolutely. Uh, so, so, yeah, my last point there, and we got to move on, uh, but just it's crazy how different people use, uh, when I say people, I mean professional athletes, um, like, LeBron, how they differ from KD, how they differ from J.R. Smith, you know, things like that. Absolutely. And, and I think that that's what makes it entertaining, even though if we take away social media, there probably would be way less entertainment, but it would still be entertaining if you love the, the game itself. Sure. Um, but that's what makes, and this is going to sound brutal to some of these NBA guys, <laughs> but social media is a really good platform to make irrelevant players really, really relevant. Um, That's a good point. And like I said, that sounds brutal for someone. I'm not going to name any names, mm-hmm. but um, that that's a way that some players are smart. And you mm-hmm. like, I know we're running out of time on this topic, but LeVar Ball. Oh, God. The way he has, and I'm not going to scrutinize or encourage anything that he's done on here because sure. some people have different views on it. But the way he has used social media 
in my mind, is genius. Absolutely. Because he, look where he is now. He's like viral. Who was this guy? Yeah. He, he can't even hoop <laughs> at all. Never did at a level that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, he's calling can, out the goat. But yeah, and, and he's getting on first take and ESPN and all this because and of yelling it. the whole time. Right, and now he's making a lot of money because of it. And I think that that's one right. way that people that aren't normally relevant in the social media sports world can make themselves relevant by being smart with it. And, True. and I don't encourage that. Right. But I do think that what he did was very, very smart. Because, I mean, you, you look at it, and I mean, how credible is LeVar Ball? You right. know, like when you say LeVar Ball, not too many emotions come to mind. And besides anything that he says, annoyed. people are like, dude, just stop. <laughs> but everyone keeps on listening. Yep. Everyone. Yep. And so I think that's where he's being. In my, I honestly think that some things, 90% of the things that he says that are crazy on shows, he doesn't mean. He's mm-hmm. saying it because he wants people get a reaction. to get a reaction. Yeah. It. And it's smart because it's put him in the limelight and right. now he's making money because of it. Right. Absolutely. Completely yeah. agree. Got me heated a little bit, but man. That, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good closing uh, to the to the NBA portion. So uh, lastly, we're going to kind of switch gears here uh, to the end of the podcast. We will, uh, in, in most podcasts like this, and uh, something called a mini game. So that's just where um, we're just going to pick a topic, uh, where whether it's a hypothetical draft or a current event or you know some something in mainstream media that's come up here recently. Uh, and so today, that goes along with uh, our topic is the beef in social media uh, between AB and Juju Smith Schuster. So we're going to talk about that. And first of all, I'm going to read. Um, what uh, Bleacher Report posted on Instagram, I think, yesterday uh, about the beef back and forth. So this is A.B. Um, about um, the Steelers naming Juju as the 2018 team MVP. It says, Boy fumbled the whole postseason in the biggest game of the year. Everyone went blind, too busy making guys famous. Not enough reality these days. <laughs> oh, God. Brutal. <laughs> and then Juju... Being the nice guy that he is, says, I was genuinely happy for him when he got traded to Oakland with a big contract. And now he takes shots at me on social media. Who's in the right? Who's in the wrong? Um, it's a fun topic. But I, and when we're on this podcast, I try to stay as neutral as possible so every point of view can relate. But I am a team juju on this one, one for million sure. percent. Yeah. I think that... Um, Juju was actually genuinely happy for AB, took no shots at AB, learned, listened, treated AB almost like a master to him at the in this mm-hmm. position that they play. And for AB to use uh, the Steelers were getting a lot of scrutiny for trading AB away for pretty much nothing. Right. And I think we're seeing why exactly they did that now. Yeah. I, and um I think it's brutal. I really do. Absolutely. And you guys thought we were done. We're not. So today, AB posted a screenshot of his DM where Juju reached out to him in 2015, and it's a picture of Juju uh, in a USC um, uniform, and it says, What's up, AB? I'm a receiver at the University of Southern California. I appreciate all your work. You're a great man on and off the field. Do you have any tips that can help take my game to the next level? Thanks, man. AB posted that. Right. Juju didn't post that. AB posted that. And let's see. His uh, caption to this was dot, 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 a microphone, hashtag on to the next. 
I don't understand what AB is trying to accomplish. Yeah, what's with your goal? Like, I think if anything, this makes Juju look like the good guy. Like, hey, man, this proves that I treated you like the stud that you were in Pittsburgh. Like, right. I, I looked up to you. you, wanted your guidance, and now you're taking shots at me when I did nothing but praise you, pretty much. Right. Um, another interesting thing that I have jotted down on this, I noticed when I was looking at that uh, post from before we started the podcast, mm. is Michael Rappaport commented mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm. podcast you're playing yourself <laughs> within minutes kevin durant responds at michael rapport get a life oh so of course he did i don't know if they're playing we never know they could be playing mm-hmm. but this is another example of the social media being used in many different ways yeah right like what does michael rapport or Kevin Durant have to do with it, <laughs> nothing, and yeah. they're going at it now, yeah. saying you're playing yourself. Kevin Durant chimes in, get a life, man. Like mm-hmm. I think that it's so, like I said, the entertainment comes from it, mm-hmm. but it's also almost sad to see that that's how people go about handling their business now. And to your point about it makes irrelevant people relevant. What you just said? What does Michael Rappaport have anything to do with this? And right. you know, KD, who cares what you think? Well, okay, some people might care. But in this regard, I get what you're saying. Katie, you're not a play, an NFL player. You weren't on the Pittsburgh Steelers. You don't right. know what these guys had discussed internally. Yes. Now, people re- care what he thinks because it's Kevin Durant. You know, right. they don't want to listen to him. But in the same well, respect, I don't. Why do you, why chime in? Like, it doesn't have anything to do with you. Mm. I don't know. And it's, it's making, like, so Michael Rappaport and Katie's beef in the comments because of AB's post. They're getting recognition now. They're getting multiple thousands of likes on their comments, and now they're getting followers. Yes, and it shows, if you look at the comments on Instagram, it shows two of like the, it shows like the most popular ones. So like below the thing. So if you click on view all comments, even though it's showing Michael Rappaport and Katie's at the bottom, theirs isn't actually the most recent one. That's just the most popular one because they have the most followers and Mm -hmm. stuff. So that's where it comes into the more platform you have, the more following you have, the more people are going to see because mm-hmm. some other person might put on there and say, you're an idiot or something <laughs> like that, where that's yeah. brutal to, to AB, but yeah. since it's not Kevin Durant, that's no true. one even sees yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Because yeah. it's not, the, it's not the, the two most popular ones. Right. So that's where the, the popularity comes into yeah. the game. And even in high school, you see a player might not – or might be better than another player at basketball. Mm-hmm. But since this other player has 10,000 followers and the good player has 300, everyone knows about the other dude. Sure. And no one knows about the, the better player. Yeah. And that's because of social media. And that's where I think that it needs to be. I wish that we would change the way we view social media, mm-hmm. um, but we don't. So. And lastly, and we got we to gotta wrap it up, but lastly, in KD's defense, I mean – he didn't really pick a side. He just went at Michael, you know? Right. Like, he was just like, Dude, just stay out of it. And, and I get that to an extent. It's like, you know what? I mean, they have their beef, and, you know, here's Bleacher Report posting it. So why, why, do you, why, why do your two cents even matter? So right. I, I get, get that. that. I get it, too. Right. But why even chime in? True. You're telling him, dude, stay out of it, but mm-hmm. now you're involved, and it's just, just look at it and keep on scrolling. It's... People really, really have Twitter and Instagram thumbs, and they get they see <laughs> they, something, they go they, crazy. They got that urge. Just they have to. Just keep on scrolling, man. Yep. Keep on scrolling. Yep. All right. Absolutely. So, guys, uh, I believe that does it for the second episode of Cut the Net. Thank you so much for watching or <laughs> watching on YouTube, and please do check that out. I don't think we plugged that last we time. We have not plugged the YouTube. Um, we will be posting every 
podcast recorded as a video on YouTube. Yes. Um, so a vodcast pretty yes. much. Yes. Um, under the Major League Basketball YouTube page. So check that out. Perfect. Um, there'll be a folder for Cut the Net there. Watch it. Subscribe to Made Elite. Um, another thing that we forgot to mention, or I don't know if you mentioned in the beginning, is we do we will have this episode out on iTunes next week. Yes. Um, our first one was released on Anchor previ- or to begin with. It will be out on iTunes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you like the uh, if you like the podcast, please go in and leave us a, a rating. Leave us some comments of things you'd like us to talk about. Um, let us know what you, if you agree or disagree with what we're saying on the podcast in regards to social media and, and AB and Juju, and, and we can go from there. Absolutely. Well said, Bryce. Thank you guys again so much. We'll see you next time.